in five, four, three, two, one. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Tony Talks, where we talk about anything and everything we want. No, no intro to rip off this episode, but uh, we got a new guest, like I said, like I promised you last episode, you know, hitting up new guests every single new episode. Uh, we got we got here my my boy Gabe. Uh, Hello. I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not going to speak like that the whole episode. Honestly, if you did, that would be awesome, and I'm pretty sure I get way more views that way. But uh, let's just keep that energy through the whole thing. So yeah, Gabe, but I'd be paying with my dignity. So you know, I. Hey, that's, I only, that's only way you'll make it in showbiz if you play with your dignity. <laughs> anyway, um, actually, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> anyway, what was I going to say? Um. So, what brings you on the show? Like, what what brings you on to the Tony Talk show? Um, the craving for human interaction while I'm stuck here in quarantine. Ah, I see. So, so you're just here just to chat, <laughs> have a have a little chat, right? Anyway, so, uh, what grind? What's grinding your gears, and in, in this day and age? You know, well, this- I think. For starters, um, nobody wanted uh, the wanted the year to be like this, right? Um, uh, knowing how many like elementary school kids are, were like, I don't want to have school for the rest of the year, like in the back of their minds. I feel like we're just inevitable that all of those like thoughts were gonna accumulate and you know shift reality to make this happen. Oh no! I mean, I was like telling people like, damn, you know, our snow season has been god awful. We got like one day off from snow. It's like this is awful. I mean, it would have been great if we had like a week off of snow. Right. And then this happens. And at first, obviously people are like, Oh, this is great. You know, I don't gotta, you know, be doing long essays or anything like that in class. I don't have to, you know, be, um, I don't have to be, you know, waking up at seven o'clock every day. Uh, but now, you know, people are realizing like, okay, well, now I got to wake up at eight o'clock every day to go on a zoom call with a bunch of people who don't want to turn on their microphones or webcams and are just, you know, not interacting at all. And it's kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of scary in a way. Cause you're, it's just how truly you're alone you are. <laughs> well, no, I think it more or less shows how um, everyone has just been so disillusioned, I guess, with how, uh, how everything has been working now um you know i don't think anyone would have expected given how we've you know improved technology and you know yeah uh, especially in america here you know where we're all on our high horses and we think oh well there's no way this virus is going to cause any major change here in america cuz this is this is america right i mean this is the greatest country on earth am i right brother you know yeah. so, you know <laughs> Then when they re- people are, you know, states are shutting down, there are some people to stay home. People are like, oh, shit, maybe we should have paid attention the whole time. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. You shouldn't be worried about that virus. You should be worried about those damn bees that be flying around. <laughs> you know what I mean? Those, those, those wasps that have been showing up. On news. I, I read that in my state or at uh, the East Coast, at least, that they're not here yet, you know, because... Because they're in the West Coast, as far as I know. Yeah, I, I've States. never touched the West Coast. I've gotten pretty close to it. I've gotten all the way to. I got near. Uh, I got near Vegas, but that was about it. That was the closest I've ever been to the West Coast. Vegas. 
So yeah, you, so you don't have to worry about those uh, those damn like like one inch long like killer like flying death machines, also known as wasps or Asiatic wasps as they're called. Yeah, I heard that those those guys are so crazy that they don't even have stingers. They like their bite is what hurts the most. I think, uh, I mean, I, I, I've been hearing the headlines about it and seeing the headlines, but I've never actually like looked into these like these new wasps that are showing up. I mean, everyone says that they're called murder hornets, right? Yeah. You know, but I mean, it's. it's and again, it, can it can it get any worse? Can it get any worse? Really? I mean, we're stuck here from a pandemic. You know, um, we've had you know. Celeb- a lot of celebrities die this year. The year started off with, you know, a world war almost occurring. I mean, can it really get worse? You know, I mean, we're going to see, you know, fucking Cthulhu, you know, emerging from the seas at some point, you know, at this year. If things uh, keep July getting worse. 4th. July 4th is going to be, gonna be the real Independence Day. Yeah. <laughs> fucking aliens are going to come down from their spaceships. But, you know, the crazy thing when it comes to that is that I was reading an article somewhere where, like, they were talking about how many, like, satellites, like, how many, like, radio waves and, like, TV, like, like waves, like, miss satellites and they just go off into space. And in my mind, I just imagine there's just some random aliens somewhere watching Big Bang Theory and thinking that, like, laugh tracks are just actual things, like, actual, actual natural phenomenons in, in, on Earth. <laughs> they think that out of nowhere, they're just, like, they're just laugh. Like, every time a human says something, they're just a laugh afterwards. I mean, we've done similar things, right, in, in the past. There was the, the Voyager 2 spaceship that has, like, the golden disc, which has yeah. a bunch of images. And, yeah, it has a bunch of images of just humans doing human things. And it's like, in case any alien finds this, they're going to look at it and be really fucking confused by it. Imagine if aliens sent one back. It's just a bunch of aliens doing alien things. But alien things are just things that we would find, like, horrifying. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's crazy. Aliens. (sighs) But, yeah, you know, I feel like the other thing, I think the the funniest thing about the corona is when you, is that you, like, when people find out how many little friends they, like, how little the amount of friends they have outside of school actually is. I mean, <laughs> I don't, I don't think that's the case with me personally, because, and I think this has to do with, um, you know, graduating, you know, a lot of people were not expecting, you know, that, you know, the last time we sh- we were in school, we, we were being told, okay, we're going to switch to online classes. This is how it's going to be. This is going to be for like two weeks or whatever. Everyone thought that, you know, initially that after these two weeks, it'd be like, okay, and we're going to go back to school. We're going to, you know, uh, see each other, have all these like senior activities. And then it turns out, oh, no, but it's getting extended. It's going to extend it. And, you know, then they say, OK, well, the rest of school year is going to be uh, completely online now. And I think at that point, people started to realize, oh, my God, you know, uh, you know, I'm never I may never see these people again. And I feel like at that point, you know, people then really start reaching out to some of the some of their friends from uh, their time in school, even if they didn't have like the most, um, you know, didn't have the, you know, best friendships with them, even if it was like more acquaintances yeah, most, than friends, the they, wanna, they, they want to, they, they want to still like talk with them and be in touch with them because now they realize like, oh, I mean, we're probably never going to see each other until, you know, the next uh, class reunion or whatever. And I think for the class of 2020, uh, high school or college reunions are going to be a big deal 
because, you know, they're going to be like, wow, we were like the only class who could not have a real graduation or a real prom uh, or a real senior trip because of what happened in the world. So I think actually, I think, I think it's the opposite of what you said. I think it's actually bringing some people together, not literally though, because people need to be, uh, need, people need to stay the fuck away. Uh, but I think if you're trying to look at it in an optimistic sense, I think it lets people realize like, you know, maybe life is too short to, you know, hold grudges with others. Um, you know, especially when, you know, something like this can happen and it can feel like you're all alone. Right. But you're not, I mean, uh, I think everyone has, you know, been trying new things while they're, uh, you know, in their, in their houses and stuff during this, uh, during this pandemic. You know what I tried today that I, I didn't think I was going to like, but it's actually pretty lit. Yeah. Meatloaf. You say meatloaf? Yeah. Have you ever tried meatloaf? No, I've never had meatloaf. Bro, it's just like a hamburger, like, like a hamburger, like loaf. (laughs) That's basically what it is in a way. The hamburger loaf. Like it's just a loaf of hamburger meat. I've, I've, you see, here's the thing. I'm not, even though I'm an American, I, Mm -hmm. I have very, I have not really experimented with different burgers, you know? I mean, obviously, I've had, you know, cheeseburgers, Big Macs, all those things, right? I've had pulled pork before, which is great. But I've never had, like, I've never had, like, meatloaf. I've never had, like, you know, um, what do you call those things? Uh, Like, the burgers where it's, like, three or four patties, and you have to, like... Oh, the quadristats. Yeah, I've never had those before. Um, Mostly because, you know, I don't... You don't really see those... Um, and I guess some parts of the countries, cause people might think that, I don't know, they're too rich, uh, for, um, for that sort of, uh, I guess they may see it as kind of just gross, uh, food, but you know, I think, um, I think some of the, uh, some American foods are really just straight up a mistake. You know, I, I feel, I, you know, just like how some people, you know, talk shit about other other types of foods other types of foreign foods i think there's a lot of american foods that i look at and i just think oh my god who the fuck could find this appetizing like deep fried oreos oh yeah i mean deep frying (laughs) deep frying anything that isn't considered like normal deep frying is just is just it's degenerate it's disgusting (laughs) who the fuck wants a deep fried oreo i mean it, it doesn't even sound like it tastes good you know oh yeah or honestly, it's like deep fried that... cookie dough. I heard someone once made like Thanks. deep fried cookie dough. Yeah. Damn. I mean, don't even think about like the potential side effects of eating that shit. I won't be surprised if someone like eats one of those things and they wake up with a fucking tail. <laughs> yeah, legit, <laughs> bro. Deep fried cookie dough, man. No, I feel like I feel like if there's a will, there's a way to deep fry it. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's my quote of the day. There's a will, there's a way to deep fry it. Yeah, I feel like people will deep fry anything if they get the chance. But I'm gonna be honest with you, the one. I mean, I think the people. first people to do that would be those YouTube channels, those like food review channels on YouTube, where they like Epic Meal. Yeah, Epic Meal Time was exactly what I was thinking. I remember that <laughs> when I was like 10 yeah. years old watching YouTube, and I looked at these guys and were like, "Oh, look at all that food!" And you know, I, I don't know, I don't know where they are today. 
you know i know like some people who used to like be big big on youtube way back in the day like they've either like faded away or they've moved on to like different things but like pewdiepie no i mean <laughs> pewdiepie's still doing shit right i i heard, I heard I he signed a deal to live stream exclusively yeah. on youtube that was a joke i i picked the, the like the worst example of this <laughs> on purpose so yeah as you were saying no, I mean, I just want to know if they had anything like, um, like, like the Jackass creators, because I I heard that like one of the Jackass creators like got into an accident or something along those lines and then died, which is pretty fucked up. But I, I want to know if like someone from like Epic Meal Time like you know retired and then they ended up getting like a major health problem because of I the heard food. That one of the ja- I heard that one of the Jackass guys got kicked in the nuts so hard that now he has erectile dysfunction. Yeah, no, I I never watched that show. I remember I remember being on a uh I remember being on a road trip uh when I did rowing and there one of the you know, it was like an eight hour road trip, right? So it was, you know, eight hours of being in a car with a bunch of other guys and girls who are all um, you know, sleep deprived and sweaty. Uh and the guy yeah. next to me the guy next to me like taped his phone onto the back seat of the uh of the, the bus n- that wasn't a bus it was like a bunch of like uh minivans basically but he like taped his phone onto the seat in front of him uh you know kind of like those airplane uh so it looks like those airplane yeah. seats and he was just watching um basically this like ripoff version of jackass it wasn't jackass it was some other show that was like jackass and I was, I was like, look at him, uh, and he, like, next to me, he was just like commenting about how stupid the show is. And you know, I'm like, yeah, it's fucking stupid. Like, why are you watching it then? You know. Um, and I think that really just sums up the American uh, way of uh, TV shows here. Because I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm gonna be honest with you. People just like watching other people do stupid things. I think that's just a fact of life. You know. I think there's I think there's some inherent like enjoyment of watching somebody doing something st- that you think is stupid and then when they actually do it they end up having some sort of negative consequence because Well, of course, because the person who doesn't want to do it, you know, they don't want to risk the consequences of actually doing the stupid thing. So the person who so they watch somebody else do the stupid thing and then if they, you know, if if they get hurt or some shit, then of course they're going to be you know, they're going to think it's funny or they're going to laugh or whatever because it's like, oh, well, it's good. It didn't happen to me. Right. It's yeah. like if your friend drops his or her phone right in front of you and it falls on the floor and it cracks, like you're laughing at first. And then, you know, you're like, oh, shit. And of course, if you were the person who dropped the phone, you would be like, why were you even laughing? I mean, that's fucked up. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know. That, that was my that, that was my shit analogy uh, to try to explain. I guess that sort of mindset. Bro, you know what's the one thing I miss about like kicking it in America is uh, is is just the variety of fried chicken that they had that we had. Man, we got KFC, then you got like Popeye. KFC is dying, dude. I'm, I'm telling you, KFC is just not a thing over here anymore. KFC has been KFC has been completely KFC has been completely dominated by Chick Fil A and Popeyes. I know in other parts of the world KFC is a big deal. Like in Japan, it's like a it's a, it's a literal Christmas tradition to give people KFC. Bro, one time in like bro, one time in Angola, I saw one that had like three stories. Like it was a three story KFC. 
It's crazy. Anyway, <laughs> but yeah, you know, it's like I feel like that's probably the reason why they're dying out is because they probably just found it more profitable, like to venture outside, you know, the country. Well, no, I think it's just people found uh, better alternatives to fried chicken-based foods, like you know, Chick Fil A and Popeyes. Popeyes, Popeyes is fried chicken though. I think the only thing that Popeyes has on like on top of KFC is that they got better fries and they have like good biscuits. Yeah, and I, th- I think Popeyes has been. I think Popeyes has been. Uh, I mean, I think they've gotten better PR too. Like I remember when the chicken sandwich came out. You know, everyone was having to pick between that and uh, the Chick Fil A sandwich, and. You know, obviously, I mean, at first I, I thought it was stupid, right? Because it's like, I mean, is this really like worth your time? I mean, it, it's just it's just a fucking chicken sandwich, right? And I've tried both. And honestly, I mean, there really there really is no difference between the two. It's just a fucking chicken sandwich. But I think with KFC, I mean, you see all of those like Colonel Sanders ads on uh, on YouTube or on the TV or whatever. And, you yeah. know, I look at it and I'm like, didn't, didn't Colonel Sanders like really hate his company before he left it or before he died or something along those lines? I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure he beat a couple of his employees. I'm not I'm not, I'm don't, I don't I'm not going to say that as a fact, but I'm, 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 I heard somewhere that he used to beat his employees. So maybe <laughs> I remember him like leaving the company or retiring and like having really like negative views on the on like how the food is being made or in the company, you know. He's a modern. He's a modern day Papa John's, basically. But Papa, Papa John's is, has a special place in all our hearts, man. Don't you know? The, Papa Papa John's isn't like Colonel Sanders. Like Papa John's is is his own name. All right, Papa John's. Is I mean, he name. got betrayed though. He got you know, the corporate. Yeah, order six. The the corporate world is is very scummy. It's evil. Yeah. I think also the one reason why KFC is failing is because they also have they have no catchy slogan. Actually, I take that back. They don't. They have a catchy slogan. It's just not memorable. Like finger licking good is 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 kind of a good like catchphrase, but like it's not as good as Louisiana fast. <laughs> like Louisiana. I don't think fast. I don't think it's even accurate. I mean, I, I've rarely had KFC in my life, but when I had it, I never like remembered licking my fingers or whatever. The only time I ever lick yeah. my fingers is if I'm eating like fucking Doritos or some shit. That's the for me. It's that's Popeye. the only food I, I lick my fingers to. Yeah, the food the the, the food's got to earn that honor for me. If it's that good, then yeah, I'll do it. If it's not, then I'll wash my fingers like a normal person. <laughs> yeah, legit. I was gonna say, um, you know, it's the one. I think I think there is one plus to 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 being here in Europe compared to America. Is that I think we have one thing that really is usually like flopped in America, which is sweet popcorn in the movie theaters. Ah man, sweet popcorn. I don't know. It's it's definitely feels like a, a luxury sort of thing. I mean, I don't like movie theater popcorn in general because I think it's a fucking scam. I mean, oh no, the mo- no, money part is a scam. I'm talking about I'm talking about like the consistency of like the extra crunchiness the glazed sugar gives it. I don't know. I think popcorn. Um, I mean, I, I have a big love hate relationship with popcorn because sometimes I'm like, man, I fucking love popcorn. But other times, especially mm-hmm. when like that stuff gets stuck in your mouth after eating it, it's like, okay, like, why do I eat this? It's awful. Exactly. 
Bro, like, bro, like you have to power wash your teeth after you eat it, man. Like you gotta legit, like, like. Everything. Oh, I I actually got those uh one of those like power wash sort of things for your teeth, like those water pick flossers or whatever. And it, it it's uh it's it's actually it's actually decent. I thought it would be it would be like one of those ad see as seen on TV bullshit products, but it's it's actually I think it does its job pretty well. Um. You feel the pressure? Yeah, yeah. Because you, I mean, you. The one I have is like a, a transportable one, where they have like three settings, where it's like low pressure, medium pressure, then high pressure, right? But I know some where it's like it's on a stand, and you can like twist a knob or whatever, and it changes the the, the pressure, like adjusts it to however you want. But for me, it's just three options. But it's good. I mean, it, it does what it needs to uh, to do, and especially because I cannot floss my teeth at all. Like the the typical way. Every time the dentist like tells me like, "Hey, have you flossed your teeth?" I'm like, "Nope," because I I have garbage hand eye coordination. Like trying to floss my teeth <laughs> while looking at the mirror is, is like is like trying to you know it's like being a monkey trying to write Shakespeare. It's just it's just a disaster. It's a complete disaster. True, because you you gotta you gotta switch your brain and then like do it inverted and like and stuff. Yeah, it's it's not it's not good. It's not good. Yeah, man. But like it's, it's the but is it like is it? But it's not dentist quality like water flossing, right? No, I think I I think I think some dentists like are open to that being an alternative. I don't know. I mean, I haven't been to my dentist. In... No, no, no. What I, what I mean what I mean by that is like because some dentists have oh water like like the ones they have in the, yeah. I mean, of course. I mean, those are like specially made but yeah i think also it's nice to give into the hands of like normal people or uh, normal people as if, as if dentists are like some sort of higher life force or life being um <laughs> honestly i think out of all i think i think in the the, doc, the doctor tier list i think dentists are like a tier in what in doctors. terms of like how intimidating there was a like how intimidating tier, or um, no no if there was a doctor tier list in power level, I would say it's dentist A level. What would be bottom tier? Bottom tier? Um, you see, I don't, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to talk, I don't want to talk crap because like I'm not a doctor, but uh, let's just say, um, okay, but like bottom tier, like F tier. Yeah, bottom tier, like the the worst of the worst. Okay, what is, what is the least important part of your body? Shit, man, I don't know. I mean, I I didn't take anatomy. I'd say maybe. Fuck, dude, you you got me you got me in a twist here. Um, your hair, I guess. You can function without it. I mean, I guess your hair. I I I, I almost want to say feet, but you know, I think I think I think podiatrists. I think podiatrists already get enough shit because they're basically doctors who have to live through a foot fetish every single day. You know. Like that's pretty bad. I, I want to know personally, how many podiatrists out there are also foot fetishists? Like, I want to know if there's a correlation there. You know, it's it's nice that we're bringing this up because at least we're filling in one of the uh, one of the sent in questions by our fans <laughs> at uh, Tony Talks uh, at Tony Talks Instagram. Uh, please follow me there. Uh, that was a nice plug, wasn't it? But uh, one of the questions was weird kinks. So at least we're we're filling in that agenda right there. <laughs> well, I I have I I have no feelings towards feet whatsoever i know i know um 
So I, I do know one person who I think does have something for feet. And that was because I saw him once wear a tie that was literally like the, like the design on the tie was just a bunch of feet on it. And, uh, you know, I, I asked him like, what the fuck is, what the fuck is that? And he's like, Oh, it's a foot tie. And I'm like, do you have like a foot fetish? And he's like, Oh, maybe he, it's one of those people who's very open about their, uh, their inner desires, I think is the best way I could put it. My picture was probably a joke. I mean, I, I mean, it, it was probably. a homecoming dance when I saw this happen. I mean, usually people treat stuff like homecoming dances like pretty seriously. Like, you know, they buy like $500 suits and shit. Honestly, if you're going, if you're going alone, then it, and most times you just don't give a crap. I'm going to be honest with you. At least in my perspective. You know, if you're going, if you're going without a date to homecoming dance, then you want. As long as you dress well enough that they'll win, but not too well enough that it's gonna, it's gonna become a burden. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. It does suck that like prom for me is canceled, right? But um, uh, for me, it was only gonna be like fourteen kids in the like. <laughs> for me, it was only gonna be like fourteen kids. So like, when I say kids, I mean like. Oh, like you know, eighteen-year-olds. Anyway, I was gonna say. So yeah. Now, you don't want you don't want Chris Hansen to be your next guest, do you? Yeah, honestly, that would be actually cool though. One day, one day, I get I get to have. Chris I, Hansen. I don't know. I think having <laughs> I think having a one-on-one talk of Chris Hansen is either something really, really good or something really, 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 really fucking bad. I think it's the worst when you're the when you're when when he's talking to you as the victim. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, that, that, that's bad. Anyway, um, <laughs> as you were saying, you were saying about the whole prompting and how bummed. Yeah, I, I mean, about it. I always, I was always one of those people who kind of thought that prom was like something overrated, right? That people hype up so yeah. much, and then once it actually happens, people are like, ah, it's, it's just a, it's just a dance. It's, it's nothing major, right? But now, but now that I know that I'm not going to experience it, it's like, damn, I kind of wish I did. Just so I can like either confirm or deny the fact that okay, yeah, it's overrated, or oh no, it's 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 a it's pretty special. Honestly, in my opinion, like I said, I think prom is one of those things where it depends on how you play it. You know what I mean, if you if you follow if you follow the if you follow the the strict verdict, I think things gonna be fine. Honestly. I don't want to bring it to this, but like I'm pretty sure, like I feel like prom is going to be good or depending if you bring a date or not. In my opinion, I feel like it's very hard to have fun at prom alone. I'm like, even if you go with the boys, you know, at, at the end of the day, it's not going to be as gratuitous. Maybe. I mean, that is definitely one part of prom that I'm glad I'm not going to have to confront. Is like you know having to, I guess, the pressure of having to bring a date or someone. I mean, I already had plans to bring someone to prom. Uh, and, and, you know, we're, we're both pretty upset over the fact that it's not going to happen, right? But, you know, I, I want to also look out for, like, you know, the people who kind of struggle when it comes to doing stuff like that. You know, I want to take them into account. And, you know, maybe some of them are glad about it. They're like, okay, like, thank God I'm not going to have to, like, embarrass myself. But maybe some of them are kind of bummed out about it, too. They're like, oh, man, I, I was really looking forward to asking uh, Judy, whatever the fuck, to go – and you know, for me to be her date or whatever, right? 
Shout out Judy. Yeah, I I don't know I don't know a single Judy in my life. I literally I just said Judy because that's one of my villagers in my Animal Crossing island, and I've dub I I've basically I've dubbed her like the E girl on my island because she's this she's like this pastel colored bear like half of ha half her fur is like pink and then it like transitions to blue and she has like these like twinkle like stars in her eyes. So because of like that color scheme and like the way she like decorates her house, I'm like, yeah, this is basically like the e-girl villager, right? You know what? Yeah, hundred percent right. <laughs> <laughs> on that, uh, on that, you know, thought. But I'm gonna be honest with you. At the end of the day, um, I, I'm perfectly fine with not having problem. Not not saying I'm perfectly fine with like. I'm not. I'm not saying I didn't want it to happen because at the end of the day, it's still a party, and a party is a party. You know, what I mean, P A R T Y. You know, you gotta, you gotta do it. But like, that, like the one moment, like in life, that really just makes you feel like, sh <laughs> like shit, man, is when like they start playing the fucking slow dance music, and then everybody's pairing up. And your ass is sitting in the corner <laughs> with, with the bros, and you're all just sitting, like you know, arms crossed, leaning against the wall, like this shit won't stop. <laughs> you know what I mean, so I don't know. I like that. just avoiding that a specific moment is is a you know it's for me for me it's, it's I don't feel that disappointed about it. You know what I mean, I mean, yeah, I get it. But people, are you? But I don't think has anybody ever discussed having post pandemic prom PPP. Well, if they have, they've never mentioned it by PPP because that just that that just sounds like a very very weird uh like like sex act. Like CBT, and I'm gonna get canceled tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but anyway, no, I mean, I think some schools might try to like do it in August, which would be right before college starts. But I think by then, I think some people would already be planning to move out, especially if they're going to like a school or something that's far away or in a different country. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest with you. Some of these schools in Europe are questioning, like you know, there's some of these people, some like are worried about how college is going to turn out, because the college, like for people who like uh, for people who are doing Cambridge, right? As far as I as far as I know, Cambridge canceled all their examinations, and the examinations you're supposed to do, um, uh, May June, and uh, the ones you do October November. You know, people already did the October November, but people who have to do the May June ones, which are the ones. That you need to do to even get into college, what a college you want to, to apply, uh, those got canceled. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, everybody on on this side of the, everybody on this side of the world is clenching their their teeth and hoping that there's a way to resolve this, or there's gonna be a lot of people who are not going to do their first year, uh, or like if they do their first year of college, they're gonna start like, like second semester. I feel bad for the people who were planning gap years. Cause they're like, oh, I guess everyone gets a gap year now. Yeah, bruh. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be honest with you. I never really understood gap years, right? Like, okay, I I understand you want to take a break, but I feel like that's a luxury that some people can can have. <laughs> you know what I mean? I feel like gap years isn't something that everyone can do. Cause some people really need to keep that train moving, get on, get into their first, like you know, get into first year college. Um, do that, and then after that, like, like do do their college, finish their courses, get their 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 bachelor's or their master, and then or then do their masters, and then after that, like they need to get a job ASAP because you know things are tight. 
But, uh, you know, for, for, for those people who can't really afford to do gap years, they're probably the ones who are going to be struggling the most during these yeah. times. I mean, that and I think also people who just – people and I guess countries too who don't have, I guess, like the adequate internet uh, infrastructure to do online learning. Yeah. Yeah. Or just or just countries with very restrictive internet, man. Just imagine <laughs> I thought about this the other day. It's kinda it's kinda bad. It's kinda it's kinda sad in a way, but I just imagine <laughs> uh people doing online classes like in uh in like one of those not nah, gonna say totalitarian, but in a way totalitarian like secretly totalitarian countries and then like a kid just like they're talking about like world history, and then like a kid mentions an event that's not supposed to be mentioned because it's taboo, and then, like you just hear their camera feed shut off. <laughs> like, I think abruptly just get. This I think the the one uh, the one way you can tell a country is totalitarian is if the name of the country, what, you're not is, if the name of the country is Democratic People's of or the Democratic People's Republic of whatever. If any country starts off like that as their name, like it's definitely it's not democratic at all. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be honest with you. The way you the way you know how free a country is 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 dependent on what you are and what you're not allowed to say. I mean, even here in America, with like this whole idea of freedom of speech, right? There, yeah, there's freedom of speech, but that doesn't make you free of consequences, right? I know, but. Th- but that's what that's also depends on the level of consequences also and i mean i feel like i feel like there's certain things that do require a level of punishment uh, for saying or a level of consequence for saying but then but, but then like as like i said like there shouldn't there should not be I, I think when it comes to valid criticism valid criticism should never be like punished if you punish valid criticism then you are not free that is just a fact what defines valid valid criticism with non-valid criticism there has to be at least, in my opinion, it has to be at least forty percent, fifty percent, like fact. I don't know. That's a very controversial opinion on my part. But well, I, I think, I think, I think context matters reason. sometimes, and I. Not really. Context no, I think it matter. does matter sometimes when you're like criticizing, like a like an action that like a government has done, right? I think context matters, yeah. and I think also, you know, if you're like reporting on, it, if you're like a journalist, right, and you're reporting on it. You don't want to like mm-hmm. go into like ad hominem mode, right? Where you're just like saying, "Oh yeah, this guy's a fucking idiot for doing this," right? Because then at that point, the guy's free to say, uh, "Oh well, this guy insulted me and my family. Round him up and send him to the camps." Uh, you know, I mean, that to me but, is. But they they already do. That. Yeah, I'm saying like so, I mean, some countries definitely do that, but like not. No, no. What I mean, what I mean is on the reporter side. Even in the free world, they they, they often do that. I mean, yeah, and that, that 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 that's when you know. Okay, yeah, I'm looking at biased news. You know, at the same time, you know, people say, "Oh, well, I don't like listening to news that is like made, written by fence sitters because then it's like they're not they they can't like yeah articulate they can't really articulate what actually, what actually happened. happened because they're afraid of." being seen as biased or Back left or right leaning or whatever yeah yeah true you know but at the end of the day i just realized that um controversial opinion two part there's this two-party systems oh i don't know that's not right, controversial just... at all i i mean in my opinion i i don't think it's controversial no. i mean i definitely think it's controversial because i, I refuse to take a side and then like 
the problem with refusing to take a side is that you just get targeted by both at the end. <laughs> well, yes, that that that, that is mean? true here in America, especially because um, you know people yeah. who let's say they don't vote for either candidate for president, right? They're going to say then whoever wins, it's going to be like, oh, by not voting, you allowed this person to win, right? And I do think a two-party system, mm -hmm. especially in America, is uh, should be changed. Uh, but but because of but because of how because of how elections are structured here, unless they do yeah. they change the way uh, voting is done, it's always going to be two-party no matter what. At the same time, though, I I, I also understand like countries who have like fifty different political parties. It's like okay, you know, what am I fucking choosing here? You know, you're like trying to you're, you're you're like you're like playing the lottery, and you you get a ball with a number, and it's like oh, this is political party number forty six. These, these are the uh, uh, let's see here. Uh, these people are the oh the liberators of marijuana in uh in fucking you know in fucking Indonesia, right? Uh, I mean, yeah. it, it's you know, I feel like some parties like are like troll parties where it's like we only have one single goal and it's like okay you don't need to make a whole political party about that right mm -hmm. yeah but i was gonna say i think that i just think it's just too big of a country for you know to, to just have a two-party system you know like to just have two groups having all that power you know to quote kanye west no no one man should have all that power and i think that pretty much sums up yeah, the two I think uh, I think Kanye West is being uh, is being challenged by Elon Musk on who can be the biggest or the richest crazy out there. Honestly, man, like uh, Elon Musk is the definition of you. You, you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Because like one minute he's adored by the internet and crowned the king, and now he is just you know in the situation he's in. I think I think it's because I think it's because just I think I think I think Elon Musk is a perfect allegory to to what corporations are basically, where they like you know they gain your trust through like you know the way they uh, they present themselves and you know they try to act like they help and how like you know how they're trying to help the world stuff like that. But then at the end of the day, you'll just see like the other side of I don't know. At least that's my opinion. Yeah. Speaking of, I mean, I think, um, I think what's really a pain is seeing some of these, uh, some of these corporations like not really like leaving people with options because of everyone having to be at home, right? Like, there's like, yeah, I like how everyone's being bailed out, but the, but the people, <laughs> because you know, it's the idea that oh, by bailing out the corporations, they're going to give that money to the people, but that's not true. You know, that's just not true. Yeah. And it's a very, it's very depressing to see it sometimes because, you know, so, some people are like, oh, yeah, that $1,200 check you got, that's going to last you like 10 months. Like, what the fuck? What planet are you living on? Like, no, like, yeah. like, even people who work, who, who live in like a one, like in a one bedroom apartment in like the middle of the sticks, I'm pretty sure that's not going to be enough. Cause, it's because like people don't understand like how like just the cost of being a. It, it, I think people don't understand that there is a cost of being alive. You know, what I mean, just being alive costs money, in itself. I think that's what people don't understand. No. 
like unless you go live out in the sticks as a like you know like in you know build a a wooden hut in made of wooden mud and like fish out of a river every day that's probably owned by a corporation so you might get sued for that but you know even if you try to do that uh at the end of the day you're still gonna find ways to have to spend money i mean like it's, i feel like it's almost impossible nowadays to just completely live off nature yeah i mean some people have tried it you know but usually they do it for like a month or two and then they're like okay yeah back to the real world they just we've evolved so yeah. much now that this idea that we can just survive off of nature it's not really it's not really believable and i think it it doesn't just have to do with technology changing i think it also has to do with populations changing right yeah i think i think now that we're growing like 200,000 a day i think like yeah, we we're we're going, we're we're going big. We're going. You see, and that's the thing why I don't understand why countries say they're underpopulated. You know what I mean? Like, I heard it's because of like pensions and stuff like that because they can't keep up with the pensions because of the low birth rates. And I'm like, okay. But at the end of the day, I feel like I feel like what we need is that we need to uh, we need to downsize. What do you think we need to downsize everything? You know what I mean? I think we need to like downsize uh, people who live in big living spaces. Just consider living in well, smaller you know, spaces. I mean, I that, that to... that's an idea that yeah. like those people are obviously going to be against. They're going to be like, why, why, why should I have to you know live you know in less comfort for the sake of other people? Like, because we're I mean we're naturally like selfish in that way, you know. To me, like this, why do you need like such a big place? Because like, okay there's only so much comfort you can derive from it. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's only so much comfort you can, like, okay, I understand having, like, what is the comfort? Okay, imagine you you live by yourself and you have a big house. Is that is that comfort? I, I guess to some people that might be comforting, but to me, that's a nightmare because, like, it's just an empty, you just have a bunch of empty space that you're not going to use anything for. Just to, I think it's just, you just, I think the only thing it's good for is that you can evenly more spread out your stuff. <laughs> I guess that's pretty much it. I don't know. Maybe I just don't understand the philosophy. Maybe I'm just, maybe I'm the one who's wrong, but I don't know. That's just my philosophy. And I'm talking about big houses. I'm not even talking about like, you know, like uh, four bed, like four to five bedroom, like, you know, two, like, you know, like, you know, I'm not talking about even like just like, like a middle, like high middle, like middle to high end, like houses. I'm talking about like mansions or like, like manners. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, there's a level, there's a level of comfort that I understand that you want, but like there's, I think there's some such things as like overdoing it. You know what I mean? But I, I don't know. I guess it's just let people live their lives. I, I just feel like some people just need to reconsider their life choices. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not not saying that they're wrong. I'm just saying that like, do you actually? Not that you actually need it, but do you actually? Are you just you just have this to show? Oh, no, no. Definitely, some people have to show off, but I think some people also like they don't want to give it to other people because they may think that they are not responsible enough to do anything good of it right which is a very pessimistic way of going about things but some people do believe I'm that honest, definitely true there are some people there are there are some people who are definitely can't uh like handle that responsibility but at the end of the day are you going are you going it's, it's, it's like i said um getting getting a bit more heated here it's like the same thing with um with the with the death penalty, all right? Let's bring up the death penalty real quick. So like, I have a problem. With, I have a problem with the death penalty. It's like, okay, you kill people, yes, yeah, you legally kill people. But the problem I have with some with the death penalty is that like, there's a le- like there's been a few cases where innocent people got the death penalty and then they died. 
So at the end of my mind, how many innocent people are you willing to sacrifice just to you know, just to kill bad people? I mean, that's that's a very like hot button issue. I think is like the death penalty, because you know you do sometimes. I mean, I've I've never been a person who's been into like true crime or whatever. Like I, I've listened, I, mm-hmm. I I've listened to like certain like you know true crime esque like episodes or podcasts before. But, you know, I think like sometimes, you know, when you hear about these awful people, you're like, oh, yeah, this person definitely does not deserve the luxury of being able to breathe oxygen. Right. But at the same time, I think they they purposefully. um, Yeah, they hype it up to make you think that. And, you know, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I don't want to say you should humanize these awful people because that's because these people are just straight up awful. But I think, you know. Not no, it's not that, facts, but it's like, facts, okay, like realize that, like, if this guy was in, like, in a maximum, if this guy was in a prison with other people, like, the other people in that prison would look at that, would look at that crazy guy and be like, yeah, that guy's too extreme for us, even, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. To me, to me, it's just one of those things where it's like, I think as long as there's the risk. Uh, I think what with anything is if, if there's the risk of innocence getting hurt, I think people have to if if people want to do it, they one have to admit that there's a risk of people getting hurt, and they have to accept the fact that people get hurt. And if you can do those two things, then I'll I'll, I'll sign off on it. I just want people to realize that what's happening. You know, I don't want people to act like sooner, like later, like then later than act like they didn't know what was going on. You know what I mean, it's just my philosophy. When it comes to doing anything that has that kind of risk, you know, I want, I want, I want uh, accountability, I guess, in a way. Yeah. At the same time, though, I feel like a lot of people who unfortunately are put like on death row, I feel like, you know, especially if they were put on there a long, long time ago, like back then the technology was just not good enough to determine like who would like if they were innocent or not. Right. Um, and I think, you know, a lot of those people, they don't get like their cases reviewed again because it's like, oh, it's so old. I mean, this guy's near death anyways. Like, who cares? But it's like, no, nah, I mean, these, these these are still real people. You know, I mean, it's I don't know. It, it's a very difficult issue to talk about because I know I, I know people personally who are very pro death penalty. And I know people personally who are very anti death penalty. And I can see both sides. And to me, it's difficult sometimes to fall on one side or the other you know depending it, it, i think it all depends on the person really to me the one the one thing i always like to bring up because like i said i'm not really too extreme on any side i only say i'm against death penalty because like i said it comes to the accountability thing like if if i ever get a, a like it, it's like uh, as a society i don't like uh, like unless you're okay with it unless you're okay with it you shouldn't accept it it's like I'm saying, unless you're okay with like just innocent people dying just so we can catch all these other bad guys, like end all these other bad guys, then like unless you're able to accept that, then you shouldn't do it. You shouldn't do anything that you can't like personally morally accept, right? That's just my philosophy. But like I said, when it comes, but then on in defense of the pro, um, like in the pro uh, death penalty, there are just some people that really are, is just a waste of money and time to keep around. <laughs> Like in in like life in prison. Like I feel like life in prison, it, it might actually be worse than like. Nah, okay, that's gonna sound bad, but like it might be worse than uh, the death penalty in a way. Because 
I think I think there's nothing scarier than being an old person in prison. <laughs> I think there's nothing scarier than that. Yeah. You know? So maybe it's maybe it's even worse punishment. <laughs> you know, just to be like seventy, eighty, ninety, and then be like in the in the prisoner population with all these like buff like young guys who could literally just probably kill you with one punch. You know? Like knowing that you're you're probably close to 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 to, to danger and death every single day if you well, I don't know. The wrong I mean, prison culture is something that I yeah. don't really know too much about. Me neither. But I watch a lot of prison shows though, which which you know what prison shows are entertaining because you see a lot of cat like you see a cast of very colorful characters. I think the one thing about watching prison shows is that you realize that anybody can end up in jail, any kind of prison. You know, your accountant Steve, he can end up in jail. Your, your mailman Bob, he can end up in jail. You know that that like that random dude across the street who you know who uh, who likes to uh, uh, I don't know watch watch baseball on Sunday nights. Yeah, he can end up in jail. I mean, we, we I think we've all like at least like been near someone who like is going to or has been to prison before, and I think that's pretty freaky. And I think that's especially true in America because we have um. We have a lot of people in prison here. We have the most people in prisons than any other country, including China. And when people say, like, talk about China and prisons, I mean, they immediately think of, like, the, all the human rights violations. But here, I mean, we have more people in prison than in China. Like, that's just, like, you know, that's just a that, – I guess that can open, I guess, some people's eyes as just saying, like, wow, okay, maybe we have too many people who shouldn't be in here. Um, or I'm going to be honest with you. I think – I think after a while of just staring at a blank wall, <laughs> you know, you you really do learn your lesson. You know, what I mean, I feel like there's some people whose sentences are way longer than they actually should be because, like, I think after a while of like, I think it really just just depends on the character of the person. Because there's some people who break a lot easier than others. <laughs> you know, what I mean, um, I feel like that's why it's really hard to have standard standardized punishment when it comes to like certain things. Because, like, like I said. To some people, some people would rather, like I said, some people would rather have death penalty than actually like have life in prison. For instance, some people who rather have life in prison than be in death penalty. And there's some people who like learn their lesson after five years, but they're in there for twenty. And then there's some people who are only there for five years, but they still haven't learned their lesson, and then they keep getting repeat sentences until they actually do twenty years. And I mean, I think it's more of a case by case thing. All right. Yeah, that's just that's my thing. Um, but yeah, so I, I wanted to ask what, you, like, you know, to... because you're in quarantine, like what, um, like, are, are you look, is there like any, you know, games coming up that like you're looking forward to? Bruh, the only thing that could save my soul right now from, from whatever's going on is we, we need that cyberpunk. Yeah, I mean, I, I want that too. I mean, I, you know, we... but that is... That that still feels really late into the year, like September, right? It was gonna be in April, uh, but they fucked this over and put it in September. And you know, but I, I do, hey, I do game, believe a game game's uh, that is delayed will eventually be good. But after hearing those Last of Us two leaks, I'm starting to think otherwise. <laughs> to me, it's not the Last of Us two leaks; it's just the way the company's handling it. Like, well, I don't want to. I don't want to talk about having... what's in the leaks. Because I feel like maybe some people might not like that, but I it's think. Not, 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 I mean, crunch. Yeah, I mean, I think crunch is awful. 
And I, I think it's also the fact that they are literally just telling, like, they literally told the fans, don't buy it. You know who was the last person to say that? EA with Battlefront 2. Well, Battle, you know well Battlefront 2, I've heard, it. has gotten you know a lot better since then. No, it, it got a lot better, but uh, yeah, I eventually stopped playing. You know, you know, funny enough, a game that actually got way better after its launch, like, it actually finally delivered, in my opinion, in, in what it was promising. Oh, uh, yeah, no I mean, Sky. I think the fact that they were still they're still putting effort into that game is great, and I think it speaks miles that, like, they were actually trying to make a good game the whole time, but they were just so caught up in the hype that it overwhelmed them. But I, I think I think honestly, I don't know who thought have a triple A made by an indie company, like not even just a triple A game, like an am- ambitious triple A game made by an indie company. And... Yeah, I think, um, I think when it comes to Crunch and like Naughty Dog, especially, right? Because Naughty Dog, you know, their games, you know, I I haven't played a lot of their games, but you know, their games are essentially like playable movies, right? It's very very cinematic experience. Yeah. Especially the series is a masterpiece, and it's free on PSN for anybody who but has PSN. I think with The Last of Us, right? Because that game was, first of all, I think because this this game was delayed so many times, um, and the way they have been marketing it, uh, I think it is, is yeah. incredibly deceiving in some ways uh, how they have been framing this game, what it's going to be, versus like what it actually is according to the leaks again i don't want to say what the leaks are um but i think yeah. it's very deceiving some of the stuff they were doing and i you know they uploaded like a trailer d- yesterday um like a story trailer and that was incredibly deceiving i think uh after like reading about the leaks because i mean i i looked at the leaks because you know i never played the game i had no plans to play the game and you know i wanted to know why people were just so upset and after reading about it, I'm like, yeah, I can understand why a lot of people would be upset about this. Uh, but I think it also might be, um, in some ways, you know, justified, I guess, karma on them. Because, you know, me, again, I don't like crunch. I think crunch is a very shitty thing to do. Um, and, you know, the initial reports were that the person who leaked this was like a disgruntled employee or whatever, right? And I think they've said now that that's not true. But even if they're saying that just to cover their asses now, I think the fact that a disgruntled employee could have done this kind of already proves that, like, something needs to change in some of these companies. And I, I, and I don't think it's just I think it's a way, I think company. I think it's for other, like, me- mediums too, like animation companies probably go through crunch as well and things like that. I think I think what they need is a wake up call, because I think the problem I think the problem is uh, when it comes to these big like not even just gaming companies, movie companies, any type of sort of entertainment. I think they forget. I think they think they're on the same level as like other corporations. When I mean other corporations, I mean non entertainment corporations where people usually go there to like they really just buy their stuff, but not either because they need it or because they really really want it. I'm I'm saying like I, I don't know. Think of an example in your head. But I think what people don't I think what entertainment companies don't understand is that when it comes to entertainment, if somebody doesn't want doesn't want it, they will legit just not watch it or play it or buy it. That's just a fact. That is just, and we are, I think what the entertainment companies don't realize is that we're way more, not even picky, we're, like I said, we're just way more selective. Well, I think certain audiences, that's, that's true. But I think some audiences also like don't really care. Like the people, the, the people who buy but it, every Madden and Call of Duty game every year. Like, I don't think they really care about what's going on at, at the company and like, oh, what exactly is new in this game? I mean, they're going to buy it because, 
you know, all their friends are going to have the game and they want to play with their friends or because this is the big multiplayer game of the season right now. This is what's hot right now. They're going to buy it either way. But I think, mm-hmm. I think the main problem but, is that, like, yeah, you know, with... But, but realize, I think that's the problem. I think that's the problem is that they think that everyone is going to buy it. I think that, I think that's why, but I think, I think due to, like, you know, um, due to games like Call of Duty and, like, all those repetitive games that come out with a new game every year, you know what I mean? I think when people, I think these companies see that and they think, oh, yes, we can just cash it. Just cash, like, we can probably do that with our IPs, but they don't realize when it comes to story-heavy IPs, that's the think of, like, Star Wars, and I'm not even talking about gaming, I'm just talking about entertainment in general. When it comes to story-heavy IPs, Star Wars, um, let's think of, uh, like I said, The Last of Us is extremely story heavy. Like I will say, like gameplay, sure, it's it's good gameplay, but like you, the way you get invested with invested in it. Um, what else? Well, this was another big flop because of like how story, like how story heavy it was, and then they just messed up the story. Um, let's just say the first. Let's just say the early years of the DC movies. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah, but you you get the point at this point. You know what I mean? It's there's there's such a big like background to it. Not even just not even if it's not background. There's just such a big like community to it that I think once you see reach a certain level of storytelling, I think there's no room for remixes. And I mean like remixes are good in some places, yes. But like if if you if you're really gonna go with like if you're really gonna if you're really gonna try to really uh, like 100% change it up from the original. You should really expect that whatever, if like, if you really can't, if you really don't realize what people loved about the original, and you can't recreate that in the in your, like, and you and you change that, then you really should expect. Well, that's what people are saying about Final no. Fantasy VII remake, right? Honestly, Final Fantasy VII remake, I haven't played it yet. But as somebody who's who's never re- have never played the original, but I know the story of the original because of how big it is, and you know how much people talk about it. But like, for me. I think it also can't same thing when it comes to books and movies. You read a book and then you watch the movie and you think the movie sucks. But if you watch the movie, uh, you think it's great, and then you read the books and you think it's even better. I think so. I, I think if I played this Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy VII remake, I think I would like it because since I never played the original, I can I can really talk trash. But I think I think that, I think what companies are trying to do, and I think some, what people agree with, is that sometimes mixing it up. I think sometimes just making a carbon copy of a game is basically useless. You know what I mean? I think sometimes mixing it up, like I think, I think when it comes to Final Fantasy, they did keep the story they the same with the new one. Did right? but they change, they add like one or two elements that kind of change that may end up changing things in the future installments. Oh, but uh, I think that's good because it's a well when it comes to a game that's like that old. You know what I mean? Well, at the same time, um, they're the people who are very nostalgic. And they're like, oh, but I want to see this event from the original game play out in HD through this perspective, you know, um, without, you know, how it was just, yeah. you know, polygons on a pre-rendered map, right? You know, they're like, oh, well, that now that may not happen because of this, this, and this. You know, I kind of understand their frustrations. But also, it's like, if it's a complete carbon copy, I feel like then it kind of becomes soulless. Kind of like the, you know, live-action Disney movies, right? I mean, in some ways, yeah, they yeah. look better than, you know, the originals. But that's even saying that is kind of a weird thing to say because the originals still look really good even to this day. But again, if, because it's a complete carbon copy, they add nothing new to it. It just feels soulless. Yeah. Uh, actually, um, we're going to have to go on a, on a quick commercial break. But um, 
uh, we may we we may or we may we may not continue, but it depends on what's gonna be the next part. But uh, um, thank you for everybody for listening. This episode is sponsored by NordVPN. For all your VPN, okay, I'm just kidding. I'm not sponsored by NordVPNs. I'm not that big yet. But um, they got hacked, dude. They did. Yeah, you should mix it up. Maybe ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN. No, no, no. Actually, you know what? No, this this video is sponsored by. No, no. This audio is sponsored by Raid Shadow Legend. <laughs> nah, I'm not even. I'm not even sponsored by them yet. But uh, but yeah. I know we're just reaching the end of our episode. Uh, I think we concluded most of our thoughts. For all of you, for all you people who are bored, um, pick up. I don't know if you if you guys don't want to do gaming, if you guys don't like, if you guys really are having a hard time finding entertainment, uh, try D and D. Try D and D for those who haven't tried D and D. It's a good game. Um, I'll probably talk about it next episode. Uh, but uh, I, I would like to thank my my guest Gabe for being here and giving him uh, giving me his his thoughts on whatever what's going on in the world. You know. Yeah, no uh, problem. I like to thank my fans for listening. When I say fans, I mean like the twenty people that listen to this podcast right now. Uh, shout outs to whoever's listening in uh, Albania, and shout outs to to whatever to to whoever's listening in Ireland. I've realized, I I checked my statistics, and I've seen this. There's some people from those two areas. Um, shout out to the people who send in questions. Uh, I didn't specifically call out who who like I specifically didn't call out like who asked what question. But uh, if you've noticed, uh, I've noticed I at least answered some of the questions that were sent to me on my podcast. Uh, next episode, maybe maybe not, might be shot live, depending depending on the on the atmosphere. But uh, yeah, thank you everybody for listening. Uh, Gabe, do you want to plug anything of yours? Do you want to plug anything or? Oh, I'm good. I don't I don't have anything to plug. Okay. Uh, is there anything you want to say? Any final message you want to leave for the for the viewers for the fans? Uh, yeah, just stay safe, guys. Uh, don't do anything stupid. And hopefully things will get back to normal soon. Yeah. So uh, thank you everybody for listening, uh, and have a good morning, good good evening, or good night, depending on where you're in the world. But uh, uh, hope you I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Have a have a nice day.